thank God we've made it through another week. Literally thanking God to have made it through another week that he has allowed me to rise and shine each and every morning over the past week. Thank God for his many blessings. Because it was a trying week. Trying on many levels. But thank God I made it through. And if you're listening to this, thank God you've made it through as well. Which, because of the week I had, is mainly the reason for this week's podcast kindness, if only. Thank God that his kindness leads us to repentance, that his kindness allows us to grow into the beings that he created us to be. His kindness overwhelms me each and every moment. I don't always acknowledge how his kindness keeps me, sustains me, and encourages me to move forward, to step into what it is he's called me into. But it is his kindness that allows me to love and exist and to be able to shake things off. Those three things are not by happenstance. There is a reason for all of those, but I will start with the shaking things off. When I had my first job, it was in a place that was unfamiliar to me in many ways, many, many ways. But as everything, once we're, when we're in, in unfamiliar places, we can respond in a number of ways, one of which is to grow. And so my first job was the perfect opportunity for me to grow. But as you're growing, you, of course, continue to show those bad habits, those missed opportunities for growth in the past. So I met someone who, when she realized that me and another co-worker was probably taking too much on ourselves. She gave us an analogy of how we should handle things that aren't necessarily good, that could have been intended for evil. She was like, just shake it off. Shake it off your back. 
and let it roll off your back like a duck. And so I've kept that with me over the decades since my first job. And it helps me even still today. And I passed that bit of knowledge along to some others. And I actually had to use it and remind myself not to allow things to stay on me so long that they begin to penetrate my being. So I just shake it off. And that truly is the character that God has developed me to have. He was developing it even before the person told me about shaking things off. Because I would meet someone later on, a pastor who would tell me that during the week you pick up things. I won't go into examples of the things that he said you could pick up, but I'll give you my own examples. You can pick up someone else's bad attitude, bad habits, Complaining, moaning, any of those things you can pick up and easily begin to have for yourself. So I began to practice shaking those things off. Which leads me to a song that is in the soundtrack this week, which says, Kindness is a Muscle. When I saw the title of the song, I almost didn't even listen to the song because the title itself lended everything to what I needed to know about kindness. But when I listened to the song, it amazed me even more because it said, after I stop strengthening the muscle of kindness, I must step into forgiveness. I'm like, my God, how profound is that? Kindness is a muscle. Kindness is something we work at all the time, every day. When you exercise and you're trying to build muscle, I've heard that you work on different body parts at a time. Like you work on your legs this day, you work on your arms or your the different parts of the arm on this day and et cetera. So imagine having a kindness day where if something happens that makes you want to act, otherwise it's going to be a kindness day. I'm going to work my kindness today to build that up. So... That song, the title in and of itself, just says so much. What if we did work kindness the way we work, the way some of us work out our legs and our arms, biceps and triceps and all of that? What if we work kindness that way? We absolutely focused only on kindness. And then another song in the soundtrack 
talks about it's easy to be kind when I make up my mind. Just like I'm sure it's easy to exercise once you make up your mind. If I wake up this morning and I decide to be kind, then that's just what is going to happen. Because my mind is made up. That in and of itself is an entirely different podcast. If I make up my mind to do it, it's already done. It's easy to be kind if I make up my mind. Praise God. And I know for a fact that the only way I can be kind is because God has empowered me to do so by his example of kindness. And there are some misinterpretation of what kindness is. Kindness is, yes, letting someone go in the door before you, letting someone get over in traffic, giving someone the last piece of something because they were reaching for it as well. Those things are kindness. Putting someone else before yourself is kindness. And those are practical things that we can use each and every day. But what I want to talk about kindness is kindness in the church. It is a shame. Dare I say a damned shame when kindness in the church is seen as deviance. And again, I don't want you to misinterpret the meaning of kindness. Kindness, putting someone else's well-being and welfare before your own. Yes, that's kindness. But I also see kindness as delivering someone from something that has held them in bondage for years, possibly. Discussing that with them, lovingly bringing that out instead of covering it up as if it does not exist. There's scripture that says love covers a multitude of sins. And I believe it does. I believe it does. I truly do believe that it does. Just like what I mentioned developing and not being exactly who God had created me to be when I learned about the shaking things off. God knew that eventually that I would get it because he had already put the seed in me to get it. Don't let anything penetrate you that's not going to allow you to grow, to help you to grow. He knew I would get it, but he also knew that he had to put someone in my path like the young lady who told me how to shake it off. 
He didn't just allow me to continue to walk through and say, oh, she'll develop one day if she just keep on walking. Yeah, if I just keep on walking, I will develop some kind of muscles. I will develop some type of good habits if I can continue to walk. But he put someone in my path who was who he knew could help me out a little bit. Tara's going a little stray right here. So let me put somebody in her path who can bump her back on right quick. Give her something she can take as she continues to walk. Shake it off. <laughs> Somebody else's bitterness, shake it off. Somebody else's envy, lust, whatever. Shake it off. Don't keep it. Keep moving. Keep walking towards your destiny. And I still am grateful for that person telling me that. And I still use that example that she gave me to this day. And as I said, it has been over 20 years ago that she gave me that example. And I kept it with me. And it has served me well in many instances. And it wasn't in the church that she gave me that example, but it has stayed with me. Why? Because she saw the flaw in me that could continue to make me stumble, so she called it out. And she found a way to do it in a loving way that it did not scar me for the rest of my life. But it gave me a little something to put in my backpack as I walked that I can constantly go back to that was going to be that was going to help me when I came into situations where it was tempting to take on somebody else's complaining and bitterness and envy and strife and backbiting. Mm-mm, shaking that off. I don't need that. That ain't helping me. Thank God for her example. And the interesting thing about it, now that I think back, is that more serious people, more people who were more determined to move ahead, to get up that ladder of success, I remember them always thinking she was flighty. Or she wasn't serious enough about her career. And she was just fine with that. She shook it off. The depth of what she had to offer could not be measured by the normal standards of business etiquette and business expertise. What she had to offer was so much more than you could have put a personality test on or a, a standardized test of some sort. She had an emotional intelligence that went way beyond anything 
that apparently even seasoned business professionals could understand. But now we have many classes and master classes and experts, SMEs as they're called, subject matter experts on emotional intelligence. When she was already <laughs> certified beyond any, just shake it off. Shake it off. Don't allow that to penetrate you. Shake it off. Once you recognize it, shake it off. So I get back to the kindness and how it's misinterpreted as what kindness is as it relates to the church. God gives each and every one of us gifts. Discerning of spirits. Words of knowledge, words of wisdom. Administration. I'm not looking at scripture right now, so I probably won't name all of them, but I'm just trying to to make a point. So discerning of spirits is an actual gift. And yes, it has been misused and abused and misinterpreted as well. But the point is God gave the church discerning, discerning of spirits for a reason. And as I learned early on, because I did have great examples and great teachers as well, discerning of spirits is not for you to gossip about what you've discerned. As I was told, it's for you to pray about. And praise God, as I developed, I realized the importance of that. Yes, pray about it. And the Lord prompts me often to say things, to do things. And the relationship I have with God is, okay, God, I will be happy to do it for you when they ask. And I will only briefly say that some people will call this putting out a fleece. No, it's not putting out a fleece. It's my relationship with God knowing that I am going to be obedient. But God, I will be obedient when they are ready to receive it. And if they are truly seeking to receive it, they're going to ask because they are seeking God as well. And they will know where to get that tidbit of information to put in their backpack to carry with them as they walk. God has empowered Tara to tell you that. If you're really seeking and if Tara is in your presence and you really want it for your backpack, she has it. But she's not going to get up and say, thus says the Lord, and she's not going to come up to you and say, the Lord gave me a word for you. No, she is going to be obedient when you are obedient to receive it. 
Now, there are times when God will say, do it and do it now, and they're not going to ask. And I will make for certain that it is God that's asking me to do it. And I'll do it just as he said. But again, he will use the talents that I have for me to do exactly what he's asking me to do. So it might not come in the form of me having a conversation with the person, which it can and has, but it may come in the form of me writing a blog or writing a devotional. So again, truly, the person has to be ready to receive it or they won't read it. In technology circles, that's called, and Lord help me get it right, (laughs) not a push but a pull. I'm not pushing out the information. I'm making it available. But if you want it, then you will go get it. Praise God. So let me get back on point. So God gives us gifts. Discerning of spirits is a gift. To me, it is not kindness. If you have the gift of discerning of spirits and you just ignore that someone is bound by something Someone or some circumstance. That's not kindness to let them wallow in that. And so lovingly, the way God gives us the example, we are encouraged, admonished, called and commissioned to find a way to help that person develop so they can be free. That shake it off your back like a duck. Shake, let the water roll off your back like a duck. Shake it off. That was kindness. In other words, girl, if you continue to let stuff like that bother you, you're going to be stuck right where you are. If that's how she talked. But she still she stepped back and was like, "How am I going how do I illustrate this? How do I convey this? How can I communicate this so that they'll get it?" That's kindness. She didn't sweep it under the rug. She didn't just ignore us and change the subject. She went head on and confronted the issue and gave us a solution. That's kindness. That's 
kindness. And I've seen where that same type of kindness is done in the church and people are offended beyond measure. Beyond measure. Beyond measure. So I'm not putting out a fleece. Before God, when I say, God, I will be obedient when they ask. Because when God God gives me the hard thing to say, I want to be sure it is going to be received, put in the backpack and used along the way. One such example is where I listen to someone complain about their unsaved family member. Complained for two whole days. We were at a conference. Complained for two whole days about this unsaved family member. And there's a number of other things that were going on with this family member that even I was subject to for the short time that I met them. But discerning of spirits. Thank God for the gift of discerning of spirits. And so I didn't say anything. God told me what to say. He told me how to address it, told me what to say. And I said, Lord, I will be happy to be obedient when they ask. And so this two days went on with them continuing to complain about this unsaved family member. And me being in close proximity with them because we were traveling to and from another state which, let me just say, would have been a very long walk back. If they were not ready to receive what God had told me to tell them. So we made it to the place and we were traveling back from the place when God apparently had been working on them and their heart and they asked. Praise God. At least we were on our way back, but it still would have been a long walk back. So when they asked, (laughs) I felt the Holy Spirit nudge. (laughs) There's your opening. Go right ahead. So I said, Lord Jesus. But I gave them exactly what God had given me. And they received it. And because of their kindness and their maturity, even though I could tell it didn't set well. They did not voice that to me at the time. 
But in the spirit, I, I knew it was churning some things. And praise God. But they were mature. And they were kind. And they ruminated on it and marinated on it. And then months later, many, many months later, and I had seen them maybe once or twice in between that, but many, many months later, when I saw them again, they gave me the report that before that unsaved family member passed away that they accepted Christ. Praise God. That was kindness. If I would have given them that piece of information for their backpack before they were able to receive it, would that unsaved family member have accepted Christ? And I wasn't the only one the Holy Spirit had prompted in this situation because I heard other messages even dealing with the same subject. And I don't know how that that message fell on these ears because at the time that message was given, they might not have been ready to receive it. But when the Holy Spirit moves, God has more than one that is willing. And he knows each and every one of our characters. He knows Tara is kind, but he also knows Tara cannot beat around the bush. Tara does not like small talk. Tara gets directly to the point. She is kind, but she's not going to give you a lot of fluff. So I have to know that I know that I know by the Spirit of God that what I'm going to give is going to be received. Because if not, it will be just as if I said nothing. Or even worse, it could cause someone who's bitter to become even more bitter. So kindness has been misinterpreted. So much that we think it means to cover it up as if it doesn't exist and don't address it. When if I would ask someone, if someone came up to you with a bullet lodged somewhere in their body, would you not get them care to take it out? Would you think it would be unkind to get that person help to get that bullet out of them? And I won't go into all the what ifs. It depends on where the bullet is lodged. It might do more damage to take it out. I understand that. I do understand that. But kindness is not seeing the bullet and not at least inquiring 
to find out if it's going to do more damage to take it out. When the sun came for the very reason to set the captive free. How can we take the gifts that he gives with his character and not be kind enough to see people set free? Praise God. Thank God that his kindness leads us to repentance, that his kindness keeps us and sustains us even after we have been set free. That's the keeping and sustaining part. After we've been set free and released into the things of God, he keeps us. And sustains us. So praise God. For that. And I will ask you again. Actually I will admonish you again. To rise. And shine. It's morning time. One last thing. I talked about the fact that God and I have a relationship such that he knows I will be obedient once I know that what it is he's telling me to give will be received. And I do that by saying, when they ask, Lord, there's been instances where kindness has dictated that I leave situations and circumstances and gatherings because I also know the unctioning of the Lord and when he wants something to be done and he wants something to be addressed he knows that there is an unctioning that I will not ignore And I will address it. However, scripture also says first, do no harm. So because I am in development and because I know my lineage. And because I am aware of how passionate I can get about things in order to first do no harm I will remove myself from a situation or a circumstance or a gathering in order to do no harm because as I said God created me to be one who does not beat around the bush, who does not fill you with a lot of fluff. If I were a surgeon, I would be one who would be direct 
to get out what it is we need to get out. I wouldn't search around. I would only go after it once I knew where and what it was. And I knew I could relieve the patient of whatever it was that was in them that needed to be taken out. I wouldn't do exploratory surgery. I would go right for whatever it was. So kindness for me is also removing myself in order to first do no harm. And that is wisdom. And I thank God for his loving kindness, for his heart, and for most of all, his wisdom. So thank you again for listening. I do appreciate each and every one of you who listen. And God bless you.